AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The volume. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. The game of the week is Cowboys at the 49ers, and America's team is a 3.5-point underdog on DraftKings. I know Mike is excited for that game. Very excited for that game. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. That's J-E-N-K-I-N-S. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code Jenkins only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling at 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana. 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I've seen a lot of Black Widows out. Have y'all been noticing? Well, you obviously, Tyler, you might not see, but Mike, have you been noticing? My mama's uh, crossface had a whole fucking infestation of them motherfuckers. Black Widows? Yeah. Bro, like, I, I killed one. I kill, I've killed two in the last like. Good thing is they, they are like some of the least mobile spiders. Like they're easy as fuck to kill. Like because I went. I killed that, that motherfucker with a, Adidas yeah. Adelaide, nigga. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I didn't even need a sneaker or yeah. a boot. I just yeah. poof, if I, I, we went right to Target after that. You know? it, it, it's all the poison that's weighing them down. If I saw a crawl space filled with black widows, I would for sure hairspray with a match that. You know what I mean? That would be a burn it with fire situation for me, I feel the, the, like. I'm arachnophobia move, that motherfucker. You know? Yeah, that might have to move. That would have me. I don't know if yeah. I'd be comfortable with that motherfucker. Arachnophobia, underrated uh, kid with cable, uh, Sunday, 2 a.m. classic. John Goodman is an American <laughs> fucking icon, bro. Like, that motherfucker came through with them weak-ass goggles and that motherfucking aerosol can with the lighter and fucked everything up, dog. <laughs> Didn't he get cooked in the end, though? Am I tripping? Did he? I thought he got smacked in it. I've seen I, that movie ten times, and I couldn't tell you anything about it other than the the hairspray with the fire. Yeah, that's where I got that idea from. From that fucking yeah. movie. Uh, 
I thought he got. I thought he get. I thought they bodied him in the end. I thought he was like they found him in the um. I don't. I, I thought they found him in that. What's that little thing off on the side? That, where they? I forget what it's called. The barn. I thought they found him in the barn. A, a barn. Um. Yeah. Y'all, y'all remember the barn in the motherfucker? I don't know. Yeah. I gotta go back and watch it. Let's do a live viewing of arachnophobia. Hey, for I'm Saturday down, bro. Episode. Hey, Why not? on the last episode, <laughs> you know, at Amp Live, you feel me? We they watched arachnophobia. Well, well, they had the dude. The the Paxson actor motherfucker who always thought was John Paxson from the yeah. Bulls. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Was that was that yeah. motherfucker's name John Paxson too or some shit? What's that? I don't know. Bill Paxson. Yeah, I, I I thought him and the Bulls motherfucker was the same dude when I was like, hey. <laughs> my, my, I my mean, favorite. white guy, same name, last name, same motherfucker, dog. My favorite part from the movie is when the old head got bit by the spider. He looks to see the spider come out. I'm like, I got them jack wire. <laughs> That's a spider. I feel like I got them Jaguar. Welcome to Jenkins and Joan on the Jackson is like, what the yes, fuck are these senior gonna... citizens talking about? This is 1992. It, it is Sunday, October 8th, and we are live at On Amp. Thanks so much to everyone tuning in on AMP. Make sure you download the application so you can tune in on the chat and uh, y'all, y'all share your thoughts with us. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta y'all, 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 y'all are the seniors who are actually coming to school on the dates. You don't have to go right after now the AP in this test. Right, right, after right. The AP test. <laughs> Uh, as always, that's Dragonfly Jones, aka Tyler. Uh, that's Lejethro Jenkins, aka John. What's that, Bubba? I'm Gardy B, aka Mike. Motherfucking Mother Mike. And we're produced, as always, by the beautiful and talented Jackson Sapphire. Wow. And now that every time you run it back, I feel like it loses a little bit of meaning. I also had to Google arachnophobia. Did not know what yeah, that was. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. Not know wow. what that was. It, it came out like, like what, what, the phobia or the movie? No, the movie. The movie. Okay. <laughs> what year did it come out? I feel like 91, 92, right? It said 19. 90, I think. 90? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Damn, that shit old as a motherfucker. But that, hey, but you it, gotta watch that. Classic film. Classic film. Is it actually film. good? Is it actually good? Actually, that would be a fu- that would be a really funny like Saturday pod series is us watching movies from our childhood and Jackson being like watching like that is pre CGI funny. watching pre CGI like <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> oh no. We can do that. <laughs> Have y'all no, ever seen? I'm, do y'all think it's actually good, or is it just good to us because it was, it was always good. good to us? I think, I think it was good, but I know it might not be good. Yeah, I mean, you know, I watch it through my little ten-year-old eyes. Yeah. like I said, I thought, I thought, I thought the Paxton on. actor was John Paxton who was playing with MJ. And right, so, right, so I might have right. had a skewed. I don't think I had the full comprehensive view of that movie. But you've seen yeah. it since, right? And you I probably thought I, it was good still. It. I haven't though. seen it. I don't think so. Oh, I uh, yeah. probably watched it within the last 10 years, last seven, eight Not years. Not that this probably. is what? like definitive or anything, but Rotten Tomatoes, it has 93. No. And a, but oh, a 54 okay. audience score. Strange. Yeah, the, the but critics see, liked it, but not the th- audience. Th- this was a pre-Rotten Tomatoes era movie. Right, true, Rotten true, Tomatoes true. is not, like, it's like trying to measure, you know what I mean? It's yeah, not you got set up for this kind of movie. You got motherfuckers born in 1990, you know, reviewing right. that 1990-ass movie or, yeah, online, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah as far as the fan like, score goes, so yeah. Right, you have to be able the to remember. The critics got that one right. We stand with the <laughs> critics on this one. I, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, have you hey, seen? Before Le- we get started, I wanted to say this though. Yeah. Adrian ran his first oh, marathon today. Ooh. You feel me? Shout you know what I mean? Yeah, Mandem. You know, we very proud. You know, you know, big proud he, of him for so man. He like, finished it. Finished it, bro. Three and a half hours. First, first joint. Crazy, bro. Crazy. His first marathon time days. was three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. He, he, I mean, he, he ran the Chicago one. Yeah, oh, he ran the Chicago one. Yeah, he's been running a lot since the since the pandemic, and he just really fell in love with it. And he's in the best shape of his life at like thirty five. A dude broke Loved the world record at that. Marathon I saw that. Event. Yeah, two 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 hours thirty five seconds. Broke uh, uh, Kipchoge. The ho- the homie Bud out here is from uh, South Central. He couldn't even break two hours. <laughs> Tell him lean all the way in and get that little twenty four point two sticker or whatever the fuck and put it on the bumper and all that shit. I thought Kip Hell told yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Twenty six point two. Twenty six point two. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But congratulations to him, man. Hella proud of him. He's not going to hear this because he doesn't listen to the pod much, and he shouldn't because he actually is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but anybody that just knows him, hit him up on IG. Tell that man, Adrian. You know, congratulations for so man. Hella proud of that man. Congratulations. I'm not gonna hit him up on IG, but I'll say it here. Congratulations to Adrian. He That's won't hear. Quite, Big quite congrats, my boy. <laughs> you tell you tell him I told him congratulations. He listens sometimes. I'm just playing. He listens. Okay. He listens. But I mean, it's not. I don't. We don't care. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's very fair. Have friends y'all don't seen let friends listen to podcasts. <laughs> you feel me? Get outside, man. Touch grass. Go run you another twenty six of them things, nigga. <laughs> we, we've discussed this, but there's no worse feeling than one of your friends tells one of your other friends. It's like you know, Mike's on a podcast. You're just like, no, I don't want to answer. Qu-. Like, oh, what's the podcast about? I like all I want to do is say it's a real podcast where we get paid money, and I don't want to fucking talk about it. You know what bro. I mean? It's not. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I podcast with my friends, bro. It's like it's a real podcast but also no i don't want you to listen to it and i don't want to answer any questions about it i ran into some homies at this uh food festival uh and i hadn't seen them a couple of them in a while and like what are you doing now you know like it's just we have a podcast (laughs) (laughs) like you know what i mean like it's just hard to speak and they're like and they let you have a daughter i feel like you have to clarify that we are on colin cowherd's the volume podcast that's what i always 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 say that but you have to say podcast first and it feels weird and then you explain it yeah i got a little podcast we're on colin cowherd's shit like you know and then they're like oh wow and then you're like now i don't want to talk about it anymore like let's yeah uh, have y'all seen Leprechaun Four, Leprechaun in Space? No, I didn't. I, Leprechaun I, I, in the Hood I, I, is a is a Leprechaun in the Hood is when I tapped out. Then that thing was right before Leprechaun in Space. Leprechaun in Space is even crazier than Leprechaun uh, in the, in the Hood. The plot of Leprechaun in Space was that they tracked the Leprechaun to like Saturn and they the they like blew him up like on the planet. Like it's like these astronaut, like alien style, like astronaut soldiers or whatever. And they blew him up, but then one of the soldiers celebrated that they blew him up by peeing on his like blown up remains. And then the essence of the leprechaun traveled up his pee stream oh my into his genitals. So when he was trying to uh, have sex later in the movie, the leprechaun burst forth from his loins and then started terrorizing the people on the ship. That's crazy. Do y'all remember Species? <laughs> yeah. When, when when old boy got smacked, the old girl not like not he cracked. Yeah. Her, like damn. <laughs> Colloquialisms for fucking. <laughs> he made love to. <laughs> I made love to the alien. He slept like, with her. He, he, yeah, when he smacked the alien, when he cracked the alien. Uh, no, when he, when he made love to the extraterrestrial, and then she had the baby. Like you know, yeah. she's, she's like, can can you feel me? Like yeah. wow, she's like he's still anyway. But yeah, yeah, movies were so weird back then. Y'all remember Alien Nation with the aliens who would get drunk off sour milk and shit. No. no, y'all remember that the bald head ass aliens with the spots on their head and shit. Uh-uh. And they used to get drunk on sour milk. Y'all don't remember nah. that shit. I remember Alien Mind, and I remember it wasn't that like was that was all they were doing was getting weird alien. drunk off sour milk. It was like they were just a very it smart was like advanced X. species. But that was the one thing they would get drunk off was like sour milk. Oh, uh, no, sour I remember milk. that. Uh-uh. All right. Uh, let's uh, talk let's about sports. Uh, we'll start the <laughs> podcast. Jackson's furious. Look at him. Jackson's He's like, him. what is this? Jackson's going pro- Jackson's gonna to proclaim himself the dookie butt of the week. I didn't even know. I was actually going to do that already. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the Leprechaun series is, so I'm like, we're not what? nine and a half Who minutes in. We got, we got, You've what? never heard of the Leprechaun movies? Yeah, really? No. I'm also not, I'm not a horror. It's a horror movie. It's I mean, kind of, dog. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it, it was a horror movie as a child. It's, it's a fucking comedy. It, it yeah. wasn't it's even a horror, horror movie, movie that absolutely child. does not no, take itself seriously. It, it is in the, the first level kind of had me shook, bro. Oh. The first level had me shook. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I haven't, I haven't watched it. Not like movie. shook like... Like you weren't having it, nightmares about a leopard. No, no, yeah, but it was yeah. like you know during the movie I was like, yeah. oh, what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? Okay, okay. I didn't care about it two seconds after. It wasn't like The Ring where my life was changed. For, <laughs> yeah, right, right. For the next three weeks, you feel me? This is gonna be the second time in a couple months that you got called a pussy for being afraid of something as a child that you saw <laughs> Nigga, in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for continuing this this sidetrack. Let's let's refocus. I let's was about refocus. to talk about the National Football League, Jackson, but you uh, wanted to talk about eighties and nineties horror movies. Let's talk about your favorite football team. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers are invincible. The Dallas Cowboys, who were allegedly going to be a real test for the 49ers on Sunday night football, uh, were so bad tonight that they could not successfully kneel out the game down 32 points because they kneeled the ball too early on fourth down. So then they ran on the field like, ah, we got our ass kicked, and the refs had to be like, you stupid motherfuckers, there's 10 seconds left in the game. You kneeled the ball on fourth down as a change of possession. (laughs) They had to run their dumb asses back to the other (laughs) sideline so that the Niners could kneel the ball out. 
instead of easily scoring another touchdown to go up 39 points. I love it. Nothing better than a big Niners win for me, but nothing better than the entire internet joining together to make fun of the Cowboys. Stupidest fucking team in NFL history. Um, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like this is where the, 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 the fucking you know, downfall starts. You know, I mean, it really started when fucking Micah Persons got got injured. Not at all taking joy in that. That's a you know, it was a For shitty sure. fucking break. But they're just so fucking dumb, and Dak just looks so terrible, you know, today. And and that's why you, that's why they ain't dropped that bag off for you, Dak. Like shit, like this, bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's gonna come to a primetime game, and you're gonna throw 90 interceptions, bro. Right, right. To and, backup linebackers, <laughs> right. And and you know, it was like early in the season they started off hot. It was like this is this might be the best team in the NFL. I was like. Well, We've seen this movie before. Let's just pump our brakes here. <laughs> they tried to say they were the best team in the NFL after week two. <laughs> right. Come on, man. A little too thirsty. Let's pump our brakes in. Like, God damn. I know y'all want these motherfuckers to be America's team, but God damn. It's, it's midnight on the East Coast, but I really wish we could get Chelsea on the fucking I will give Chelsea credit. She's the only Cowboys fan who's on social media tonight. Mm-hmm. All, everyone else is off oh, social oh, media. Oh, Chell's going to give it back to you. She ain't, she, hey, she ain't no punk. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? You come with some bullshit with Chell, she going to, hey, body bag. <laughs> she got some heat yeah, for that she ass. Got some heat. You know what I'm saying? Move smooth, my boy. John, you're dipping your toes back into being an NFL fan. Where is your NFL attention span at? Did you uh, follow or enjoy the Dolphins game at all today? I didn't get to watch today, not because I didn't want to. I was just moving all day. Like I, yeah. I was at the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the people, my people's crib, you know what I'm saying, most of the day, and then we went to this food fest right after. So. The Dolphins how, how, got how, they, the, how they look? How they, they look? Got, they look great. They got their bounce back win. I was back coaching a track, baseball game me? through the second Who they play? Half, Who but, they play? Uh, they play the Giants, which is a good okay. bounce back team. But Tyreek Hill had ten catches for 180 something yards and a touchdown. So and had to get a motherfucker. How did Tua look? Had to get a motherfucker straight for trying to steal his touchdown ball. They tried to get to his mom. I saw that to his mom. Yeah, I saw that was some. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, old head, old dude. You know, like he was handing the touchdown ball to his mom. And the old dude tried to intercept it. Like this old white dude. From his mom? From the, and the mom had to be like, yo, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And even the people, the fans were like, that's his mom, G. And so he was like, oh. And then he handed <laughs> okay. it off to her. You oh, okay. me, but dog, yeah. I thought he shit. did it. I thought he did it knowingly. Okay. Oh, I, no. feel, I, feel, like, I yeah. feel like you picked like the best. Still, season. bro. Feel, like he handed yeah. it to a woman and you wanted to snatch. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, still yeah. look like a whole ass nigga, bro. You feel yeah. me? I feel like you picked the best season to r- ride with the Dolphins because – the parallel for them all season is going to be like the St. Louis Rams, the greatest show on turf. Like yeah. they just, that was like the stat after this game. They just fun. Yeah. Yeah. They have the most uh, points scored in the first five games since the greatest show on turf. So yeah, it's, it's like worlds colliding here. How, how big of a um, um, Rams fan were you during that run? Did you fuck I was that a, run? I was a fan because they were from St. Louis. I, yeah. And I watched the games, obviously, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I wasn't really – I'm not – after, after you know, they got started stinking it up, nobody went to the games anymore. I you know literally – Motherfucking Marshall Falk had 1,000, 1,000 seasons. Marshall bro. Falk was crazy. 1,000 yards really? rushing, 1,000 yards. People don't talk God about damn. Marshall Falk, though. Like, people act like Marshall Falk never happened. And that's what's He was ahead of his time. He was ahead of his time. Well, yeah. and he had a white quarterback who gets all the credit for the – you know what I mean? He was stocking groceries among. Ago. Like, Before, right, 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 I literally right. can't picture John rooting for Kurt Warner. Like I can't close my eyes and see it. We didn't know what Kurt Warner was completely. He's not, and to his my mom, my mom called dickhead. To Kurt Warner, he's not a dickhead. He's a reason. He's a no. He's a no. He's a big dickhead. Really? Like, off like off screen, he's a big dickhead. Okay, well, I didn't know that. He's one of the. He's like, he's yeah, like yeah. no, no, no. He's one of those people. that's like no. But my mom called him a fuckboy like the second week he was on TV. She really? was just like she. How she, was, how she peep it? What was it? What she, was it? He tale? was wearing two gloves, I think, and she was like, Mm-mm. like "That's a bitch ass <laughs> nigga." <laughs> That's basically <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Thirty two gloves. Thirty two gloves out there. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, we're gonna hear it from the Kurt Warner stands after this one. Shit. Two gloves in an arena. I thought, you know, he's one a- thing about Kurt Warner is he's holy rolling, but he doesn't seem like he pushes that shit on people. He just seems like, yo, this is my shit. But it, like, like, am I wrong on that? No, he pushes it on people for sure. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I was. I and he, d- and he does not. And he does not have a sense of humor about his like story or about like life in general. Off the yeah. Oh, really? I'm gonna not. I'm gonna not go any further because I could tell a couple of stories, but people would know who the, told me the story, and I don't want to do that to them. So okay. But yeah, you can you can feel safe not liking Kurt Warner. I you have permission to do that. I would say. But if you like Kurt Warner, it's cool. I mean, the grocery store shit was cool. 
I can't I can't deny that. My mom and I would make fun of it all the time because it was just like the announcers, you could just like feel their penises hardening as they told that story every time. <laughs> <laughs> just, one, just one of those like, are we fucking no, bro? Like, <laughs> right, right, right. It's his third year back in the league and they're talking about the fucking grocery Kroger. Taking, you know the, I mean? taking the camera to the grocery store. Right, like, right, these right. are the very produce aisles that Kurt Warner right, was right, once right. stocking. Like. Did you used to know Kurt Warner? <laughs> <laughs> when he was doing this measly work your ass is doing currently? Like, oh, shit. John Starks, uh, another famous um, seafood, um, 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 you know, supermarket stalker dude. John Starks was? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Out, out in really? Oklahoma. I, I, thought, I thought he played overseas and tried to figure out was in like the CBA and shit. And then came... And it came and kicked it, you know, went crazy in the league a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, that CBA money ain't all year round money. It ain't, you yeah, know, for yeah. sure. I feel like a grocery store is actually a good, like, trying to chase your dream job because you could get, like, a 2 to 7 a.m. shift or something. Like, you know right. what I mean? There's, like, you, there's like ch- shifts almost 24 hours to where, but you're not, like, working at a 7-Eleven getting held up or whatever, you know? Mm. It's like a, yeah. Uh, did y'all see the video of the uh, University of Miami's loss to Duke? Yeah. John's like, it was the Georgia Tech. <laughs> oh, it's Georgia Tech. Oh, it's, it's, okay, oh my, yeah, bad, Georgia my Tech, bad, my yeah. bad, my bad, my <clears> bad. <throat> Excuse me, pardon me. Um, <laughs> the funniest thing is Georgia Tech. Misinformation, Mike struck again, my boy. Come on, yeah. man, tighten up. I, 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 I mean, and, and that's that's a, I think that's an understated. I think that's an understated aspect is that Georgia Tech wound up winning that game with like a. 40-yard touchdown, which is not what Georgia Tech football ever fucking does on top right. of that dumbass shit Miami did, you know? So Are they the, still running the option? Basically. Like Everyone's running football. the option, yeah. yeah. But, okay, so, but okay. so the story for people who didn't see it, I've never – I mean, this is like a middle school football thing that happened. Like, you don't really even see this in high school. Miami's up. There's less than 40 seconds left in the game. They could just kneel the game and it would be over, but they don't. They run a play. They fumble the ball away. And then Georgia Tech hits like I don't know five for five, ending on a forty-yard touchdown to win the game. <laughs> and they said, Crystal did the coach Ball, explain why he didn't decide to nail it? What, what was his pe- explanation? People why have I been to run a bringing play? up that when he was at Oregon and like throughout his career, he's done it two other times this season. He never kneels the ball out. They always run plays. So I don't know if it's just a like we're always going to stay aggressive. I don't know if he's trying to stat you know, stat chase or whatever. But apparently it's like a hallmark of his that he does like the dumbest shit you could do as a, I did I just don't understand. Especially would, in a one score game. I wouldn't even do that shit in Madden if I'm up fucking you know, six with fucking thirty seconds left. Like like we nailing that out on Madden, bro. And I'm a wild <laughs> oh, motherfucker so. on Madden. <laughs> Madden Madden will tweak and make your ass fumble if you do some dumb yeah. shit. That's a universe doing what Madden would have done to us, you feel <laughs> me? But ridiculous, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, it, was, it was crazy seeing the fucking was the was that the quarterback who was that on the sideline? I was like, who was just what like, the what the fuck, fuck, fuck are we, are we doing? doing? Was it alignment? I think like, it was alignment. Bro, yeah, I, like wild tear, like through tears. Like, like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, is this really happening? Crazy. Um, all right, enough sports talk. Is it true? Is Doja Cat like a a neo Nazi or what's going on, John? Where Can you explain this? I'm not familiar with this. Ed. You haven't oh, seen really? this? No, I haven't. She seen wore a T shirt with like an avowed neo Nazi on it, and it's not like he's in the background. It's just like a T shirt that's just a picture of him. Am I right, Tyler? Yeah, it's, it's like a picture of him holding shave. a fucking assault rifle at that. And she oh. posted a picture of herself wearing the shirt. I did not, bro. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't know what she. A su- and a super fucking famous neo Nazi, like some motherfucker was very famous in that world. Like, that's like if you're into neo Nazis, this dude is like <laughs> yeah. one. He's like one yeah. of the. Top. He's the Kevin Durant <laughs> of neo Nazis. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he, ain't, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't KD, but you know. <laughs> you know what you, you say? You say he's Kevin Durant. He, he's, he's like uh, motherfuckers okay. know. So he's not LeBron. He's not LeBron. Yeah. You know what I'm he, saying? He's a KD. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He would be playing on the U.S. Olympic team right? in Paris. Like, 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 like would he be starting? Player. Would he be starting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Richard Spencer is like the LeBron of you know neo Nazis. Like you know household name, famous face. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of he's kind of he's he's a top notch neo Nazi. But you kind of you know you got to be tapped into the neo Nazis to know how nice he is with the neo Nazis. Right, 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 right. Yeah, <sighs> I I saw someone quote tweeted, and obviously Doja Cat's like made her fans go to some like crazy places. But I did see someone quote tweeted and said, "My good sis, I do have to draw the line at actual Nazism." <laughs> right, you, you feel me? Like 
Well, I was just talking. Like, I know she had her feet in the racial chat, nigga, but she's a genius. I think she found where I got to jump off the bandwagon, yeah. dog. Yeah, we were I think just she found the point. Like, we was just having a conversation. Like, she is she is truly Teflon. The, 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 all the claims that I think I think she found, we found the weak spot. You know what yeah, I'm saying? This, like, this, come on, G. This might be it. Like, we were in the chat talking about, like, how good the new album is. We didn't want to tell anybody, but y'all are, you know, getting yeah, privy yeah, to that information yeah. now. Yeah. We, kept, yeah, yeah. we kept it to ourselves yeah, because yeah. of the previous right? shit. But now, now it's to the point where we can't even talk about it in a group chat, yeah. nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can't Wait is a really fucking good song, but I don't know if I can go back to it. And someone, someone made this point is that she has a black dad and a Jewish mom. She hates everything about where she came from, dog. Like, I, you know, say we had the racial chat room feature. Then we had this shit. We're like, God damn. Like, I just thought you ain't like niggas. You just don't like anything about you. Like, that's so wild to me. I, I mean, I think she just truly hates fame, but she keeps trying to ruin it, bro. She keeps trying. She might have been successful with this, bro. I mean, I like, don't, I don't you know can't, if you, you can boil blame. it down to hating fame. I think she wishes she was white, like all the way. I mean, completely that, yeah, whatever. White. You yeah, know what I'm that, saying? That, that too. And there's tweets like, out there that back that up too. I'm not just pulling that out my ass. Like, yeah, that's that's cool, bro. But like, nigga, you are fucking up your bag in the you know what I'm saying in the process of this. You feel me? Like, and it's dog. Like, you you can't. I, I can't. I can't imagine walking through Target here and them playing her shit anymore. She had a fucking Nazi on her, neo-Nazi on her shirt, bro. bro. You feel me? Like, Holding you're not going to feel, feel, it's not vibey going to Urban Outfitters to get your skinny jeans with a fucking, <laughs> with her playing that neo-Nazi fucking music, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, she might have fucked her shit up, bro. It's over with. And if so, so nah. be it, my friend. I think I think she's gonna be okay. Like canceling is just so fucking hard to do, especially if you're talented and she's fucking talented. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is, man. If Wait, Kanye, Kanye, like we we just remember Kanye was a Nazi and still might be. You know what I'm saying? And I promise you, I promise you, if he dropped an album, that motherfucker's gonna be number one. I guarantee it. Kanye, was there anything? Can, 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 a, can, a, can a black person be a Nazi like and taken seriously? Yeah, I mean Kanye tried. I mean, they couldn't have got, they couldn't have sat next to Hitler, but like you could practice and believe in the philosophy of Nazism. Yeah, I mean, you can get all the worst shit that comes with being a Nazi while not being embraced by the Nazis, but without without a black Nazi, you know what I'm saying? It's just like some Uncle Ruckus, Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey niggas, but you you know still treated like a nigga. What was the what did Trump say when there was like one black person at one of his first rallies to look at? <laughs> what did he say? Look at my black person over here. <laughs> no, he said. Oh no, he said. Look at my. Look, no, he said. Look at my African American. Is what he said. He said. Look at my, my African American. Which is worse than black person. <laughs> oh, easily, bro. That's how I know you don't really like fuck with said, black yeah. people. I feel like yeah, if you yeah, say African American, a filter came in your mind to where you had a very bad. <laughs> don't don't say black. And you tried to say something. Right. The don't say nigga say alarm that. was going off. You're right? translating something on the other end of that, and it's not black person. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Get my African American. My African American. What? Uh, yes. You you brought up Kanye. It, was there anything like one of the dumbest thoughts I've seen expressed on Twitter was after Usher was announced as this year's Super Bowl pick, people were like, they still haven't picked Kanye. They never motherfucking like, will either. Can you? Fathom handing Kanye West a microphone with a billion people watching television on people, live TV. Bro. Was this one person or was this a, like a, a particular a, a swath of people? Of people. A, a bunch of people. I mean, Kanye puts on a hell of a show. Give, give the man his for box. sure. Right? Absolutely. But, but, but bro, you you telling me that this motherfucker you gonna risk this motherfucker saying yeah Adolf Hitler was the homie and then you gonna run a motherfucking Velveeta <laughs> ad where these motherfuckers paid a million dollars. <laughs> For 30 seconds when you For cut the break after seconds. that, right? No, no, no. That is not going to happen cause, cause, because, like I said, I do not look at the fucking NFL as like some fucking bastion of morality where they'll stand on that. But the advertisers absolutely will be pissed off if some shit like that happens. They, and the NFL is not going to risk that. No one's paying for the first ad after Kanye. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. No one's going to see your shit because everyone's rewinding to get their content <laughs> off of filming whatever it's like insane the, the, thing. The end of the, the two-minute warning ads are like a million dollars a pop, but the the post-halftime one is like free. <laughs> like, uh, if you want to hop this one's on the house. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to test that risk. That's a house ad for a new app for like. Yeah. <laughs> <what> are you... <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of uh, word salad things that sound like a horrible idea, um, 
spin the wheel of 2023 insanity and land on Chris Rock developing a Martin Luther King Jr. biopic. What sounds like a good idea about that? I don't like it. And and I'll tell you why I don't like it. Because Chris Rock... um, (laughs) How do I say this? Chris... (laughs) Chris Rock. Chris Rock was in the desert with white people during he, the while Beyonce was performing. He, That's he, why. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's, he, <laughs> he, he prioritizes white people too much to tell the true story of MLK. He prioritizes white people's acceptance of white people's feelings too much to to tell the true story of MLK. To tell the true story of when MLK was like white moderates, y'all the worst motherfuckers, y'all are the biggest hindrances to progress out here. Like we are not going to get that side of MLK if Chris Rock is directing this. No. And I don't think Chris Rock used to be that way. Oh no, he absolutely was. He absolutely he was. was. In uh, retrospect, he, he, he was, absolutely was. Those, he was calling like it was back in the nah, day. I don't it, know that that is. You think so? That that I like black people, but I hate niggas. I feel like that was a wink to white people when you look when, back when, on when it. When was now, that? Bro. When, cause, cause I don't, okay, that okay, like okay, his, okay. I didn't get that from him initially. I didn't get that from him initially. I didn't feel that until recently. But yeah, I feel what you're saying. You want to hide something from a nigga? Put it in the book. Like, oh, he said that. Yes, that's that. White people are gonna laugh at that harder than we will, bro. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I think we. I think I we also. He came up as a comedian in a time when we had less of people off stage, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so it was like there was like him on stage, but you didn't like there. People weren't going on podcasts. People weren't on their own social media. So yeah, for sure. But yes, that was a like very that whole bit that Tyler just referenced was like. I feel like that was like a very popular bit at that time. I forget which album it was off of, but it was like yeah. What, what year was, was this? This was like ninety eight, ninety nine, when he was the fucking king like, of damn. the world. It was like, on top yeah, of the shit. W- damn. Yeah. Yep. All right, Martin Luther King Jr. That's why Samuel Jackson went went to Will Smith after Chris Rock got slapped. He was like, "Hey, are you okay?" You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam Jackson, a real motherfucker. That motherfucker was down for the cause. Like he was taking over goddamn, you know, college radio stations and shit back in the day. You know, in the sixties when he was getting on his grind and shit. So, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, we've got. Oh, I got one other before we get to Drake. Um. Did y'all see the clip of David Beckham uh stopping his wife from pretending yeah. that she grew I up blue collar? That was like the I funniest love, shit. Because David Beckham really did grow up blue collar in in England too. And she tried to say like, oh, I grew up, you know, working class. And he jumped back into the room during her Stop interview lying. and was like, "Stop yes. lying." <laughs> and I, then I made her lie. tell that her dad used to drop her off <laughs> in a Rolls Royce. I felt so good for David Beckham in that moment because it was so relatable. Because have you ever had a conversation with your wife when she is being ridiculous and you're like, you don't see that you're being ridiculous. And then that conversation comes up around company and you're like, listen to how ridiculous my <laughs> wife is. And you had that moment and David Beckham knew that motherfucker no comment, popped out. No. <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> popped his head out, out, out the door. He, 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 he made sure she told him that, you know, her, her pops drove a Rolls Royce and he dipped. That was it. And I felt so good for him in that moment. That was vindication. He's been waiting on that for a while because that was not the first time they discussed that. You could tell. Yeah. So what what show was this on? Because like why was that not cut, bro? You feel me? Because it's Uh, that ridiculous. It's on uh, a new David Beckham documentary on Netflix. Okay. Apparently it's pretty good. Okay, that makes sense. It's about it's like a lot about him, but also about their their relationship as well. Yeah, uh, they, yeah. they do they have an interesting relationship, but it is like you were your nickname was not blue collar spice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, like, <laughs> you Rolls Royce, and it wasn't like he said. I, I was gonna say, I thought she was gonna say like BMW or something normal. <laughs> right, I thought it was gonna she be like Mercedes Benz. Like I knew she poor said people. a spaceship. Right, you know what I'm saying? She right. was beamed up and dropped off Same. in school, nigga. I you thought she was going to say like a Lexus or a Mercedes Benz. Like I had friends who bought old beat up Mercedes Benzes. Right, they, right, right. They wanted right. The hood and I still would have been like, I mean? he's right. When right. she said Rolls Royce, I'm like, bro, you, you, you really lied. He was, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, that's a yeah. whopper, dog. And it's a good chance they had a driver on payroll because Rolls Royces are cars where you buy that motherfucker and you probably get a driver on the payroll when you want to, you know, bring that motherfucker out. She got dropped off in a house, nigga. Talking about she was blue collar. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> we grew up. We grew up bro, a mortgage. You got your, but but the, and the house that car was probably more more expensive than the house that he grew up in. If he grew up blue collar, 
So that's what I, he probably felt like, bro. No, we stop right here, Bubba. <laughs> stop lying. <laughs> Tell the truth. Bro. Tell the truth. Tell, Tell, the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. As Will Smith said <laughs> when he smacked that pandering black man. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, the time has come uh, before we get to Dookie Butt of the Week. We need to have an honest conversation about the new Drake album. I know you both have complex thoughts. <sighs> um, I, I guess I'll, I'll kick it off because I've got a lot of thoughts, guys. Um, and I'm glad we're having this conversation here because it'll go way better than it's been going on Twitter because... <laughs> Yo, you can't yeah. have this conversation yeah, yeah. on Twitter Fuck. without it being an argument. Exactly. Fuck trying to have a reasonable conversation about Drake on Twitter. You just got to post and mute and keep shit moving, right? But um, yeah. the Drake conversation is so interesting to me because Drake at, at this stage in his career, it's just like he's like this living, breathing battleground of sorts where so many opinions and so many schools of thoughts you know, when it comes to rap clash, right? Like they all mm-hmm. meet at, at the Drake discussions. You know what I'm saying? And and what I mean by that is the discussions we're having about Drake are like bigger than Drake, at least for me they are, right? Like through the lens that I look at these conversations, these are discussions about how artists grow, how artists evolve, of how, you know, the whole dumbing down to double your dollars conundrum, like whole set. Like should an artist, you know, prioritize popularity and relevance over like artistic integrity and you know another thing we have here is like the the, the discussions on ageism where like ageism is just like so woven into the fabric of the genre that you know we have these discussions on you know can you even like remain the megastar that drake is if you're not pandering to the youth right like Mm -hmm. does he have to be this peter pan ass nigga who's just going to be making music for 23 year olds forever you know what i'm saying if he wants to be remain relevant right and then it's like, you know, we have the discussions of like misogyny where, you know, we discuss, you know, how prevalent misogyny has always been a rap and like, you know, the different fucking forms of misogyny we've seen Drake like, like utilize throughout his career. Right. Like this motherfucker is like always like pulling out new forms of misogyny from his hat. Like this motherfucker is like a misogyny magician and shit. And, <laughs> and, 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 and so Drake is just like, we and now to, for my next trick, right, right now for my next trick, I will, I will do gaslighting manipulation, benevolent misogyny, fully, right? but, but Drake is, it's, it's just like, we have these conversations. We've had these conversations before Drake. We're going to have these conversations after Drake, but it's just like a perfect storm now where it's like so many of these evergreen rap discussions just, you know, converge on Drake at this point in his career. So, you know, I say all that to say this. Where I'm at with Drake, um, I want to make it clear that, like, my issue has never, ever really been with rappers being redundant, right? Like, with rappers rehashing the same topics because so many of my favorite rappers rehash the same shit, right? So if, if you're a rapper that, you know, pushes the envelope, that switches shit up, that is... I mean, musicians are period, bro. Right. I mean, the music period, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that that's commendable. Hats off to you. And I'm also a firm believer that you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If a rapper is sticking to a formula that's giving them slapper after slapper, then by all means, stick to that recipe every time you step in the motherfucking booth, right? Like, I don't care as long as you keep giving us heat, right? But, you know, as far as Drake, you know, shit with him is getting weird right now, bro. And, you know, as I mentioned, I have no problem with rappers sticking to the script. You know, that's what most rappers do. But it feels like with Drake, he just happened to pick a lane that gets weirder the older he gets. Right. Like the man has been giving us these whiny, passive aggressive raps about 24 year old who got cheated on for the first time. Right. 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 He's been giving us these whiny raps about his failed pursuits with 23 year old women for like 15 years now. And he's 37 now. And it's like the women are still 23, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? And shit's getting weird. And the biggest thing is the shit don't even slap anymore like that you know what i'm saying that's the biggest issue at hand here like my old ass might have aged out of a 37 year old rapper you feel me because because the shit just ain't for us the shit is for the kids and like nigga 37 year old rappers that's supposed to be my lane that's supposed to be my bag but um you know i know i'm giving a motherfucking thesis statement here but in conclusion it's, it's just like it's just like everyone everyone has has been asking you know where's drake's growth where's his evolution and I think that where people are stumbling there is 
those words, those ideas, you know, growth, evolution, those words have positive connotations. And there has been like, you know, movement on Drake's trajectory, but I don't think it's been positive. I don't think it's been growth. He went from like, you know, the, the wide eyed, optimistic 21 year old kid who, you know, deep down knew he was fucking up with one, but still trying to, you know, passively aggressively blame them and just uh, say, you know, I think know, it was the, relatable. It right, was right, relatable right, to right, a lot of right. people. Because yeah. he was like, he was like, yeah, I'm because fucking up. Because we were young too though. Yes. Yes. Right. There's, but there's we that. grew up. Yes. He was like, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm fucking up, but you know, I'm trying to get this shit right. You know, there was always that with him, right? Like he always had those dialogues with us where he wanted to be the better man and figure this shit out and be the good dude that deep down inside he felt he really was. But He's regressed, right? Like, he's not that wide-eyed, optimistic 21-year-old anymore who just wants women to, you know, give him patience as he figures this shit out. He's now, like, this weird, bitter, jaded, resentful 37-year-old dude who's just throwing shots at his exes like Rihanna and Serena. Who, 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 she's who, got two. She's got a kid, has, is pregnant with a nigga. She ain't, yeah. nigga, let that go. Yeah, it's he, over with. He, he, he is the old nigga in the club now, bro. And like I said, the, 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 the saddest part about the shit is it don't even slap like that anymore. So, so that's where I'm at with him, bro. Like, you're just weird as fuck, and the shit ain't even slapping like that anymore, dude. I, I'll t- I've been telling my friends it feels like artificial intelligence music. It, there's no soul in that music. It feels like a human didn't make it. You feel me? Like, I, I think this is, this is what you get when you make music based upon numbers. He does, the way, what he talks about, like... What he like? He, he does shit ba- like if the if it ain't gonna pop on the algorithm, it ain't on the fucking album. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It feels like he's making shit for that, not because he likes it. I think the difference is the main difference is like yes, he hasn't grown up, but he made music be- that he thought was gonna be beautiful. You know what I mean? So even if it had massage and all this other shit that we hear throughout all of rap and all music, you feel me? There was beauty to it. It was art. You feel me? There's no art in what Drake does anymore. It's not art, bro. Drake makes music for numbers, nigga. This is math we're seeing. We talked about this shit when it came to TV shows with Ian Carmel. You know what I'm saying? Last week, this is the same shit Drake doing it. He just doing it. We seen like the biggest rapper in the world do this shit. You feel me? It's it's dry. It's soulless. I can't make it through because it's so dry. I can't make it through the whole album. I find myself just falling off because the album gives it. It, it doesn't pull at anything inside of me. And yeah, he's not growing up and all that stuff. I could, you know, I think that, you know, I think part of it, you know, there's there's some there's some, I guess, what credence to that. But I think more than anything, it's like he knows what's going to sell, and yeah. so that's why he says these things, not because he hasn't grown up as much as because this is what the the algorithm calls for. When he calls out Rihanna, people are gonna talk about it. You feel me? When he says certain shit, people are gonna quote that shit and put it in their on on, on their IG statuses. You feel me? Like he's making this shit like how TikTokers make songs to where people are going to use, it'll be repeated and be within culture in a way, but it's not the way that's coming from a place of I love making music. It's a, it's a disingenuous, manipulative way of making music to stay within the culture. And you know what I'm saying? And I, I think, and I think that's what we're hearing from Drake more than anything is we're hearing somebody make music and put math problems together making it and not making it because they love music and find it beautiful. It's a business to him, and, and that's it. Yeah. And that's why he makes music from that standpoint. He's a financier or whatever the fuck. He's, he's a, a corporation. He's a, he's he's a, a corporation. corporation. It's a corporation. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're listening to Drake, Drake mm. Incorporated, nigga. L, you know what I'm saying? Limited Liability Incorporation. <laughs> Drake LLC. <laughs> Corporation. Aubrey Drake LLC. LLC, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? That's what we're hearing. We're not here listening to fucking Aubrey anymore. That nigga gone, bro. You feel I, what I'm saying? So that's I what I feel with, when I hear his music. I, I agree with both of those points. It, I, I mentioned it y'all when john made that point in the group chat like it's the first album he, i've ne- actually never been a drake fan but this is the first I, I album love, that has, i thought drake i've played the fuck out of drake over the years yeah i don't you know, know. I, I, I even while appreciating like the cultural significance of like i always like when an album comes out that everyone listens to it, it's just the uh the stuff he's writing about has never been that particularly that interesting to me but um this is the first album he's ever put out that felt like background music to me. Like like John was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't this is not need me to pay attention to it. And to Tyler's point, like it the context of who you are as you're making music in any genre matters, but especially in rap, but like 
I was a Weezer fan growing up, but at some point, Rivers Cuomo is like 45 writing about like his high school girlfriend cheating on Beverly Hills was when I got off that Weezer. Yeah, (laughs) man. It's like you got to like at some point, like life is huge. It's amazing. We have the Internet like as bad as it is. It's made it very easy to see how big and incredible Mm. life on planet Earth is. It can't be that you're on your ninth album writing about the same one or two life experiences. <laughs> like I don't know that that just I there was like a lot of conversation when when uh, Jay Z put you know four 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 out about it being like divorce rap or something. But it's like that's like when that you're album. an older person. Me too. I like when you I listen. I love that album. Marcy you know Me is like one of my favorite Jay Z songs. Yeah, yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. But like as you get older. I, like you expect your perspective to change and it, it becomes a sign not like Johnson like it's not artistic to prevent that from happening it's kind of a little creepy or concerning uh, when that when that's the case Jackson as a younger person than us do you disagree with everything we're saying do you have opinions on the new Drake album you want to know how I feel about the new Drake album I didn't even listen to it yet I don't think he would I don't care about Drake enough anymore Drake hasn't put out enough good music recently for me to care enough now I have one of my best friends I saw him on Friday and I was like how many times did you listen to it he's like twice already so like my one of my best friends and he he is a smart he's one year older than me and he is uh someone whose opinion I very much respect about music and he still very much fucks with Drake so and he went to the Drake show when he was here so like he still has that kind of juice, I think. Even with people, oh, he my for age. sure has. He juice. has the juice. I mean, he with young people, juice. he for sure yeah. does. Even people like yeah, yeah. my age, he still for sure does. But for me, I haven't even listened to it yet. I but just, like, I, 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 I just ahead. felt like, like you know, Drake has had like the, the most influential cosign perhaps in rap history, right? Like if if Drake calls you up to hop on his album, or if he hops on your record, you're going through the motherfucking roof, right? Like that is going to be the. Your, your star turn in your moment and i was listening to you know the album and my, my favorite shit besides the shit with cole i think cole just yeah. fucking went crazy cole crazy. is cole's about to go on a run bro you know what i'm saying that's gonna be that, and I'm he's just, naming his album to fall off oh yeah I, and i just respect the grown man talking about grown man mm-hmm. shit yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, it is yeah cole about to go crazy i feel it because that verse and that verse and that yachty shit whoo smoke beautiful. show beautiful but, um but you know, I was listening to it, and and one of my favorite joints on there is is the joint with Yeet, and I've never heard of the dude Yeet, but I fucked with what he was yeah. doing. Motherfucker sound like Young Thug, and if you Google Yeet, if you have no idea what he looks like, you're gonna be in for a surprise, buddy. I'll tell you that much. But um, <laughs> you know, I was listening to these features, and like I said, Drake used to be the kingmaker. You know, it, like like if you hop on his album or he hops on your feature, you're going through the motherfucking roof. But it just felt like you know the, the Yeet feature, the the Tizo touchdown feature, the sexy red feature. It felt like Drake needed that more than they needed him. It felt. I like, mean, Yeet Tizo touchdown, they up, bro. Yeah, yeah. It it, it, it they felt up, like nigga. It, it it and I'm not saying that 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 you know Drake needs them to remain popular. He's the biggest fucking rapper on the planet. But they felt, carry. Yeah, it, it feels like he needs them to still be like tapped into like the cultural zeitgeist of hip hop a bit more than they need him. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the, the feel I got from those features. And the Joe Button shit, the back and forth, what Drake said was true, but the place it came from was some whole ass right, yeah, bitch give, nigga give shit pe- to give me. People the, give people the context. You feel on, me? Like, on the Joe okay. Button. Well, what, what, what Joe Button talked about what he felt about, you know what I'm saying, Drake's album. He said he wanted some grown man yeah, rap. So you making also, this shit for the kids. Yeah, he said you making it for the kids. He's like, yo, and I don't need no more Drake. I'll say I've had enough Drake playing. Well, he's done what he needs to do for me. But as far as me looking at this album, what I want, this is not what I'm getting. In so many words, right? You feel me? And 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 then Drake came back on some personal shit. The shit he said was true. But what 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 Joe Budden was saying came from a place of critique. You know what I'm saying? And also like talking about the art. This nigga uh, Drake got 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 personal. Drake got very. because he, because he, 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 you know, a hit dog hollers. You know, old people say, country niggas say that right. shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and what, and what Joe Joe Budden was saying probably hit him a particular way because that's exactly what he's doing. But like when somebody's making music with the zeitgeist in mind and not art in mind, you get this soulless ass shit. Just, just yeah, and, yeah. And, go ahead, go ahead. And um, you know. Of of course, you know I I love the drama. I love to see motherfuckers going back and forth. You know what I'm saying I ain't fuck with it honestly. You know, I, 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 I I actually I threw my phone when I saw it. I, I, no, I got on Twitter. I'm, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm cool on I'm that. I'm gonna tell you, you know, yeah. like I said, I, I like motherfuckers, you know, button heads and shit. But I felt like like Drake fucking knew what he was doing there. 
Um, I Drake was weaponizing his popularity. And, because, and just, just, just to tell people who didn't see the exchange, what Drake basically said was, Joe Budden's not a musician anymore. He's, he's like a failure. Much, we know you as a podcaster now, not a musician. He's a failure. Don't listen to a failure. Kids don't. For success, you know what I'm saying? Right? He did that weird-ass manipulative and, shit to me. And, and you know that, that Drake was pulling some bullshit because Drake is a fucking rap nerd. And Drake knows how this shit plays off. The motherfuckers who can rap do not make it a lot of times. And Budden could fucking rap, regardless of how you feel about him. And Drake was a the fan. The Slaughterhouse albums, yeah. I know Drake was playing the fuck Drake out of them. Has, Stop Drake, playing, bro. It's footage of Drake fucking interviewing with Rap Radar saying, I was rapping like Joe Budden when I first came out. Budden is a rapper's rapper. And that's right. the shit that hurt Drake because... Like I said, Drake is a rap nerd, and Drake wants to be held in high esteem by other rappers. It's why I say that, yeah, he won that battle. And he was, yeah. and he did. Yeah. He was. He, ta he talked about how good Drake has been over the years and how much good music he's made. He said he didn't like this album and the fact that Drake isn't growing. He said these are valid points, valid points. And then Drake got really personal and got nasty with it. Yeah. I didn't fuck with that. Yeah, Drake. Maybe like, I'm old, nigga. Maybe I'm just old about it. Go ahead, Tom. No, 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 like I said, Drake is a rap nerd, and he very much wants to be held in high esteem by the gods of this rap shit. And Button is could fucking rap, regardless of how you feel about him, right? Like, that's why I would say he won the battle against Meek, but the damage Meek did is going to sting that motherfucker forever because the, the rappers who really are about that pen work are like, this motherfucker isn't writing this shit. Right. Like like there's a clip. There's a clip where Elliot Wilson is talking about how when the news service that that Drake had Ghost Riders, he had a conversation with Kendrick. And, you know, that line on on, on King Kuta when when um, when Kendrick say, but a rapper with a Ghost Rider, how the fuck that happened? Like there's right, right, there's right. A, a scene where Kendrick is performing that shit on stage. And he's referencing the conversation that he had with Elliot. Elliot's in the crowd. He turns before he says that shit. He goes, hey, Elliot, a rapper with a Ghost Rider. How the fuck that happened? Like that shit is gonna. That's the shit that stings Drake. That's why he replied. Like I said, he's a rap nerd, and he very much wants to be held in high esteem by the rappers out here who are nice with that pen work. And that's why that shit stung him, and why he gave that fucking dissertation, you know, to, back to Button after that critique. Yeah, well, you know, you have one of your idols uh, hit you in a personal spot. You're gonna respond emotionally, like if if the neo Nazis told Doja Cat they're not fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> If like, fucking Richard Spencer said, you ain't no real neo -Nazi. You ain't out here. You ain't read Mein Kampf. <laughs> All right, let's close on uh, Dookie Butt of the Week. Uh, I am going to open up with my Dookie Butt of the Week is whoever arrested Fred. Fred Freedom was Fred, a 400-pound pig whose oh, multi-day crime spree they was brought him. to an end. After officials tracked him down, it took eight people to apprehend Fred. Free Big Fred. Free, free How dare you? Fred. How dare them? Tyler, my, your dookie um, butt of the week. My dookie butt of the week is funny how this works. This is like literally and figuratively. Um, did y'all see Al Michaels, old ass, say that he has never once eaten a vegetable in his life? Yeah, no. we talked about this on the podcast oh, yeah, a while back. Talk about yeah, that. yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Yes, just yes. Steak. Yeah. He eats Tyler. He eats steak at halftime of games. He's calling. They put down a plate of steak in front of him. He cuts into the steak, eats it for eight minutes. They take it away. No mashed potatoes. No carrots. No asparagus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that shit floating back on Twitter. That motherfucker yeah. turned his nose up at carrots. They were like, "You ain't even eating carrots." Like, no. <laughs> Like, bro, a carrot ain't even a vegetable. A carrot is a potato's third cousin, bro. A, a carrot is a root, motherfucker. And you won't even eat one of them? God damn. He said the texture of a carrot, the appearance of a carrot? No. Fuck Al Michaels, man. I, I respect Al Michaels eating like a toddler. And I just, you know what? This is the, it's like you have the friend whose grandma was smoking cigarettes till she was 95 years old or something. It's like. Some people just won the genetic lottery. If I ate like Al Michaels, I truly would be the dookie butt of every hour of my fucking life. <laughs> or not dookie butt, bro, because your ass probably be constipated. You be the, yeah. whatever the opposite of that is, my dude. Right. You but feel so, me? Some people could just apparently eat like they're five years old so for their entire me. life and be in decent living shape. So like, I will feel fucking terrible if I don't eat a vegetable in like two days. Like I will fucking wake up fucked up and be like bro let me go get some motherfucking grapes or some shit because i'm like i'm fucked up out here and this motherfucker has never eaten a vegetable in his fresh life. yeah ever he, he said I, every time i leave new orleans bro 
He said, I, <laughs> I, I need a salad for the next he week, said, nigga. <laughs> you feel me? He said, Ain't I, no best boy in the entire city, but go ahead. I heard him say on a podcast that, uh, like, Mich- like, Michelle Tafoya and the NBC crew, like, tricked him into eating, like, a Brussels sprout or something. He, he like, got, they had, he got some people fired. And it <laughs> got a game max. Get the fuck out of here. I couldn't believe you would do this to me. Got me eating fucking vegetables on television. Get the fuck out of here. John, you do part of the week. Mine was Drake, bro. Mine was Drake with that sensitive ass response to Joe Button, man. Tighten up, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Make some real ass fucking music with, with some soul in it that you actually give a fuck about because it sounds like you didn't even care about the motherfucking shit, nigga. Yeah. Got 21 Savage on that motherfucker sounding sad. <laughs> shit. Stop being that weird like, too, nigga. Drake like, hit me again. I guess I got a fucking rap. It is Drake. Jackson, hey, you're a D-B-O-T-Dub. Uh, my, I have two. One is Mac Jones because Mac Jones is simply... The worst quarterback I could ever possibly have on my favorite team. He did. I think he's from Huntsville. He played for Hoover High School too. I think too. Are you are you a Patriots? Are you you're you're a Patriots fan? I don't know why I never. I know I I have not clocked you as a because we ain't know he we we, he doesn't he doesn't because we haven't talked about football. (laughs) 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 I just in my head Jackson's a Seattle guy and I forget that he has the Boston sports. Yeah, and so the uh, my second Dookie bet of the week is me. For buying into game one of the NBA preseason, baby. Chris Stapps Porzingis is taking oh us to God. the ship. Oh, oh, my God. God. No, no, do it. Do it. Do it. That's beautiful. He, he drops someone on a jab step. He hit a three in the first play of the game. Chris Stapps, take us to the promised land. You keep I love it, man. Lean I responded in, to people who texted me about the Lakers uh, last night. I was just like, I'm disgusted that you would text me about an NBA preseason game. Like, I'm actually offended on oh, yeah. a personal level that you watched and formed opinions about an NBA preseason game. We got Chris Stapps. We got bald Derek White. Peyton Pritchard's going crazy. <laughs> don't don't test us. Don't test the Celtics. Oh, what a horrible place to leave the fucking podcast. <laughs> Have y'all ever watched Sex Education? So Thank good. TV show on That's a good show. Yeah. I, I'm I watching the four season right now. It's starting to get. I'm, I'm liking. At first, it felt kind of like oh, y'all forcing this, but I'm fucking with it now. That third season, bro, fucking beautiful. We talk about Great not there not being art in the arts, bro. That third season of Sex Education, mm, had a nigga all the feelings, bro. Just, just. Mwah. Have y'all watched yeah. the uh, the Harley Quinn show on uh, HBO? Not yet. I heard it's, it's very good. It's, it's 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 super funny. It's like an adult superhero cartoon that's like very raunchy. I've seen uh, clips of Patreon. motherfucking uh, the shark motherfucking. That motherfucker is hilarious, dog. He's hilarious. That's yes. um ah. Uh, he's one of my favorite comedians. I'm, f- f- I'm totally forgetting his fucking name. Fuck. But yes, bro. This show, show super. They just had a new season come out. Actually, I think it came out over the summer. But we were traveling, so that's what Shar and I just watched Shrinking, which John recommended to us two years ago. I think or something we just finished it. Around that time, yeah, around yeah that time. it takes Shar and I about six months to get through a ten episode T V season. Shit, but we're, shit. I, we're me and wife have been tapped in with Love is Blind, man. I need to tap in with some garbage, bro. That's where all the fun is. That shit's crazy <laughs> on there, dog. We were just at the uh, at our friend's house with our, a couple of our friends, a couple of our friends' wives. They were talking about Love is Blind and Shar said she read about like <laughs> They were like sleep depriving the people on that show and getting them drunk and shit, <laughs> and then like shoving them out there or something. Sounds like good TV, bro. Yeah. <laughs> there is a huge plot twist on it that I'm not going to spoil for anyone who wants to tap in, but it is a motherfucker, boy. Okay. The answer Rob to, to your, to your question, shit, Mike, bro. is Ron Funches. Thank you, Ron Funches. Yes, 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 yes. Who's hilarious? Um, and also, he is Olivia the- Dean dropped the album this Friday. Um, tap into the growth EP. This this like a, she dropped this new EP. The growth EP is crazy. Also, I didn't tell you that um, what's her name dropped another album. Um, what's it? What's it? What's her girl name? Cleo Soul. Cleo Soul dropped another. She one. dropped another that? one. Right yeah, after, yeah, yeah, right yeah, after. yeah. I, okay, okay. I haven't even listened to it yet. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go around and do recommends. John and I recommended one. Tyler recommends drinking Modelo on an NFL Sunday. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Have y'all heard Genevieve's EP, the Rendezvous EP? No, no. I love Genevieve. I think she be she should be so bigger. But anyway, it's a, I think that's a year like a year old. But I, I'm, I've been tapping to that more. 
as recent as well. All right, thanks for helping me end the podcast somewhere other than Jackson. Yeah, I'll just let me throw this in here instead of talking about Chris Stapps. I want that either, dog. (laughs) All right, that's it for the show. We'll be back on uh, Wednesday morning with uh, our next live Amazon Amp episode, uh, and then on Saturday as well. And we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.